You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly pop and geek culture show covering movies, TV, games, and comics. Hey everybody, welcome to a new year of Nerd Overload. I am Cody, the creator and animator of the famous Steamboat Willie short, and uh, also playing Crazy, starring my original character, Mickey Mouse. (laughs) I'm Sam, the original voice of Mickey Mouse, from Steamboat Willie, specifically. And I'm Josh, co-creator of Pete in Steamboat Willie. (laughs) We have a great show for you this week. Thank you all for tuning in. We have a bunch of things to talk about. But first, let's get into some things we have been checking out. Check it out! And you know, I should have subbed in the the Steamboat Willie music there. I should have done that. I mean, you still got time. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, let's talk about some things we've been doing this week. I'll go first. I finished up the second Pokemon Violet DLC, the Indigo Disc. Oh, okay. I got all the way through it. I'm just in the cleanup stages. You get bonuses for beating every trainer on that island, which there aren't that many. There's like 14 in each of the four segments, and there are special things you can unlock as you kind of Yay, go along. Pokemon. But as far as the story is concerned and catching all the magic, all the special guys and whatever, it's done. And honest truth, it was pretty fun. It was a pretty good DLC. So, so it saves Pokemon for at least another generation for you? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I would say so. They they actually gave it a little bit of thought. The trainers that are in it and the, the challenges that you have to do while still geared towards kids because it is a kid's game, of course. There was a little bit of challenge to it. There was a little bit of strategy that you had to. You couldn't just walk in with your level 100s, whatever and just steamroll everything. In fact, one of the gym leaders, like they have special trials that you have to do before you fight the the boss. And one of the trials was, okay, we have these uh, these three or four, you know, underlings that I have. Uh, go ahead and beat them. But you have to, they have to be caught from the DLC and they have to be caught by you. Good luck. Huh. And that's kind of good. That's, that's interesting. I'm, I'm going to have to... I'm going to have to get these at some point because I really liked Scarlet and Violet. I thought they were actually pretty good games in, yeah. sp- in spite of everything. And I wouldn't mind more of it. Yeah. And it was, I mean, there's the, the problems that were in the base game are still there in the, in the DLC, like the, the loading, the pop in of the graphics and stuff like that. And just the graphics generally just being bad, generally not being very good. The lack of customization on your player character. Which was a wildly weird step back out of nowhere. That was kind of weird. That's been like like a thing since like the DS. Yeah, I will say there is a post, post, post game thing where once you beat everything, you can go to the main school and there is a short little epilogue about the um, punk gang that was that that were one of your main uh, rivals they're all back in school and the bonus for doing that little thing is you get like the team rocket version. Like I think they're called team star or something like that. Mm. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, So you get their costume as something you can wear. So you can look kind of, you know, not like a a, a weird little schoolboy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, 
but no, it was fun. It was a good time. I almost have the the decks completed for all three. Uh, I'm not sure what will come of that. I'm sure something. <laughs> probably not much. Probably it's not usually much. Not much. Yeah. You'll get your little certificate again. Yeah. Get a certificate. I mean, the first two, it was you got one that made shinies pop up easier. You got one that made it more likely to get those excellent catches where like it shakes real quick and then you immediately catch stuff. So there's like a probably like a third thing that makes it easier to mm. do stuff. I don't know. It's Pokemon. It's Pokemon. It, it's all about saying that you did it. Yeah. Anyway. Like, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that's it. That's all I've done. I watched that movie Saltburn the other day. Oh, yeah. How is Saltburn? It's it's good. Okay. <laughs> um, I mean, it, tell, it tells a compelling story about this guy who goes to college and doesn't have any friends and then he makes a friends with a rich kid and kind of about how he like integrates his way into their lives during the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then things go from there <laughs> in, in different, he, well, he becomes obsessed with the guy for one. Okay. But like, I feel like there's parts in it that shock you just to be shocking and oh. don't, don't really like add anything yeah add anything story wise Mm -hmm. but even with that the story is still compelling enough that it it's worth a watch it's an enjoyable one worth a watch okay interesting interesting but like don't if you're not if you're squeamish ah gotcha and not good (laughs) and not not gore squeamish oh no then i'm good (laughs) wait is this like gross or is this like secondhand embarrassment? Like, oh, it's gross. It's gr- maybe both. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can't. I can't even begin to tell you what it is on the air. Okay. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Nope. I'm. I'm good. Yeah. No gross stuff. I'm okay with. It's the secondhand embarrassment that is. Oh, it's like, not. It's more gross than it's it more is gross secondhand than any, embarrassment. Yeah. Okay. Well, still, I, I think I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've, sometimes I don't like to physically cringe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair. Which is hard when you're chronically online like I am. Well, sure. <laughs> but it, it, I can understand why it's got all the heat behind it right now. Like, it's a, it was a pretty good movie. Mm-hmm. Actually, I've never heard of it until you brought it up. Really? So yeah, it's a lot of... A lot, lot of people of, have been watching it, yeah. Yeah, talk about it online. Mm, I guess I'm missing that it, one. Maybe you're not as chronically online as you thought. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's just all the all the meme groups I'm in. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's how I get my world news. <laughs> no, now if they would have described the plot of the movie as a Darmok meme from from Star Trek <laughs> <laughs> at Tanagra at Tanagra when the walls fell. <laughs> I've I've been playing um, Far Cry Six. Okay, that that dropped on is Game that, Pass the other is day. Is that the one with? Um... Giancarlo Esposito. Yes. Yes. Okay. He's all over the place in it too. <laughs> nice. Nice. He's a good actor. He's pretty good in it too. And it's it's a fun enough game. It's it's an Ubisoft product. And yeah. It, so you it, get what you, you get. What you get. Yeah. And it plays like one, but like sometimes that's all you really need. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like the Far Cry games. I've liked them since the original one. It's fun to do a shoot and a drive, and the setting is kind of cool. It's like a like a Cuban analog like oh that's country. Yeah, I mean, that's a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, that's being controlled by Giancarlo Esposito's dictator character. Yeah. And you help the gorillas take back over the country. Okay. And it's so far, it's like 
ridiculously long. There's like so much stuff to do and I've put a ton of time into it and it feels like I'm still like not even halfway through. Hmm. And it I mean a lot of the content's pretty repetitive too. Like it's a lot of go here, shoot guys. I mean it's a far cry game. Yeah. That's kind of what they do. But like it's it's a comfort food thing. Like it's just yeah, sometimes yeah. you just want to shoot some guys in a video game and it's it's scratching that itch well enough. Granted in five it was all about like, you know, getting high on drugs and hallucinating while you're doing all that. I loved five. I I I liked the the enemies being cultist hillbillies in like nowhere Montana <laughs> that have taken over the whole area. And I, I liked that setting. I thought that was It's an interesting was, setting. Yeah. 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 This one is interesting too, but not not as because it's not not as relatable <laughs> gotcha all right fair enough great but, oh go ahead no you go ahead but the, like the, they work in the setting good like all the cars are like the old like 50s cars that you would see in cuba like because they have those same cars they've always had because they don't because of import right yeah. uh what's that word embargoes, embargoes. embargoes. yeah, yeah. And you can you can be a male or female protagonist because Ubisoft got in trouble for that that one time and now they can never not do it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, actually, speaking of Giancarlo Esposito, I have an almost check it out. I, for some weird, strange reason, got half an inkling to go back and revisit the show Once Upon a Time. Oh, no. He's in that? Yeah. He was in the first couple seasons of that before he got... Very famous with Better Call Saul and Breaking uh, Bad. Breaking Bad, he was Mister Glass, aka the Magic Mirror, and also maybe the genie from Aladdin. Oh, that was him. That was him. I had no idea. Yeah. Hmm. No, I I remember watching it weekly when it was out, and it very quickly turned from I'm going to watch this cool thing because they're taking fairy tales and doing a cool thing with them, and turned to. I'm going to see how terrible this gets. Yeah, that's kind of how I did it. Yeah. I always hate watching it. And it's been long enough that I kind of want to do a hate through. It's it's like the worst possible version of Fables. It absolutely is. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. all it is is the Disney take on them. For the most part. Yeah. No, it is. I mean, it is. I mean, well, the, they had the, some that weren't Disney because no, Red Riding Hood has never been a Disney it, thing. It started out not so much, but as the further it went, the more the Disney drained it. Because you know, because then you had like you know you brought in um, Frozen, Frozen. The, that well, was not the, even the Frozen stuff. Before that, they had the the Alice in Wonderland spinoff. They had Jafar as a principal villain. That's right. That's right. And Jafar is not part of the original. Aladdin and the no, that's, Forty Thieves or whatever. That's the story true. At was. one point, yeah, they did decide. You know what? This is just Disney. And then there's like Mulan, and and then the Frozen stuff was like the big one. Frozen stuff was big. Although they put in like Wizard of Oz stuff and Frankenstein yeah, stuff. Yeah, Frankenstein's in there. Yeah, it's not all Disney, but it leans heavily it in leans that direction. Very heavily. <laughs> it's definitely yeah. a lot of the Disney versions of the of fairy tales. Sure. Yeah. And I was, I'm, I'm just curious. I'm curious. Oh man, I how bad it actually was. I forgot Bucky was in that. Oh yeah, he was the Mad Hatter for like five or six episodes. He's also, he was also big in the, uh, the Alice in Wonderland spinoff. Right. Yeah, that's their, right. Their Hook is nowhere near the Disney version of Hook. No, nope, no, I love <laughs> Disney Hook, but also nothing for me. Nothing really tops Dustin Hoffman Hook. 
Well, well sure. The once upon a time hook is way too straight. <laughs> <laughs> true. Very true. But yeah, I I don't know. Just was thinking, eh, this this was media that sucked. <laughs> I think me and Nicole, when we first started hate watching it, I think we got through maybe two seasons before we were like we can't there's do this. like it's seven it. seasons oh i know oh yeah it was on way too long and then the fact of like rumpelstiltskin being literally everything mm-hmm. oh my god i forgot about him oh, oh and his and his silly little laugh yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that guy sucked so bad yeah and he's he's literally everything he is technically the croc yeah because he took hook's hand he took hook's, hook's hand he's peter pan's son that he gave that Peter Pan gave up in exchange for eternal youth. Oh, that God. was an entire season. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm. God, that show sucks. <laughs> and like the whole Snow White being like a resistance leader kind of thing. And sure, yeah. Judy, but that queen, though. Oh yeah, the evil <laughs> queen. Yeah, yeah. You mean the mayor of the R- town. Regina Mills? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The only name from that show that I have committed to memory. Uh-huh. Well, they said it so. They said much. it so many, and, especially in that first season. And and God bless them for it. Snow White is Judy Hopps. That's the voice That's right. of Judy Hopps. Yep. That's right. <laughs> oh That's man. Right. I'm Gina glad. for Gina for Goodwin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. God, that show's bad. Ugh. Yeah, it's this. It's a similar feeling I get when I when I think of Once Upon a Time. It's a similar feeling I get when I think about Heroes. Yep. Like though the first season of Heroes is meant though over sure. overwrought serialized TV garbage. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean that Lost made a thing. Lost was popular, so they're like, give us something that's close to that. Uh huh. And that's well, how although wasn't Heroes a contemporary of Lost? Yeah, it might have been. Oh I know God. a lot of lost writers moved on to Once Upon a Time. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I guess that is like um is it Grim? Was that the uh, the like the next permutation of this thing where it's a super serious uh serialized Yeah. The headless ho- the headless horseman is actually a guy who is has supernatural powers and hunts monsters or something. Yeah, oh yeah. I never watched that one, but I get the same vibes off of that. Well, there was also um uh, uh I mean it's it's years later, but there was also uh Sleepy Hollow. That's what I, Okay, yeah, that might be what I'm thinking. Well, Sleepy Hollow, well, the Headless Horseman was just a monster. Right. Uh Ichabod Crane was the monster hunter. Right. And right, he had right. been like resurrected or whatever in modern times. In modern times. times. Yes, that's what I'm thinking of. What am I th- Grim, what was I thinking of? Well, there was a show called Grim. Oh yeah, and it was about the the brothers Grimm hunting monsters. That's it. Okay, but still, same same vibe. Same yeah, vibe. yeah. I mean, back in the day, those kind of shows happened all the time. You had like you know Buffy the Vampire Slayer and <laughs> Hansel and Gretel Monster Hunters movie. Oh, oh yeah. I remember watching that. That's that a similar is... vibe. Or Van Helsing. So Jeremy Renner. In Jeremy it. Renner. <laughs> <laughs> His fatal flaw is that he had diabetes because he was fed so much candy as a child. <laughs> Oh God! That's not a joke. I forgot that's a about movie. that. I that is, yeah, that's yeah. in the movie. At the at the at the, the the climax of the film, he goes into diabetic shock, and Gretel has to save him because he has the diabetes. He's got the beatus. Oh man! He didn't watch the Wolf of Brimley. Oh, uh, wow. Anyway, 
things I've been checking out. Um, yes. Of which I've got a couple. Okay, let's hear them. So I got, so I got the last Ronin, the Lost Years for Christmas. Okay. And I was like, okay, but I need to le- I need to read the Lost Ronin originally first. Okay. So what is? Uh, so the last Ronin and the Lost Years are in sort of alternate take future take on the teenage mutant ninja turtles it's an elseworlds it's kind of like an elseworlds or a what if or a possible future kind of i mean yeah it's 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 definitely a very plausible future within the turtles universe Mm -hmm. they don't really go too specific into like backstory stuff like so there you can't really peg it if it's the mirage universe or the idw universe they they wanted plausible deniability it sounded like pretty much pretty much yeah (laughs) Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird also both worked on it, plus uh, one of the writers from the IDW. They both did, because yeah. La- Laird hasn't really been involved in Turtle stuff in a long time. Um, he's been involved in the IDW stuff, too. Well, I know Eastman has. Yeah, yeah, their names are in there. Sure, well, but... they have to be. Well, yeah, but... Yeah. <laughs> but no, um, in 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 the book, there's a, there's a foreword by uh, Eastman. Okay. Where he talks about him and Peter working on... Because originally, I guess the concept of the last Ronin was something they came up with a long time ago. Oh, kind of like a you know, it's like, well, what's the what, what would be the end game uh, of our series? And gotcha. This, and this was the idea they came up with, but then they shelved it once it started getting popular, and once you know a lot the cartoon of, and this, the cartoon and all the all the moving things came the way it is. Right. With Eastman working on the IDW stuff, they're like, you know what? Maybe we maybe we should go back and revisit this this idea we had. Yeah. Of like you know the end of the war basically, and when they started talking to each other again because there was a long time where, where they, they didn't they talk to each other. Talk, yes. Yeah, but um, anyway, it is it's set in the far future. There's one surviving turtle fighting a war against the Foot Clan, and at this point, the Foot Clan has taken over Manhattan or New York or whatever. New York City, <laughs> kind of in a uh, in in a and it's like a techno dystopian kind of future kind of thing but the lone turtle comes back and it's not till like issue three they actually reveal who the turtle is i was gonna ask if they let you know right away because it'd be fun if they didn't i'm glad they didn't i'm glad they held off yeah Mm. like the last it was like the last page of like issue two or three there's like a big cliffhanger reveal he says cowabunga no no. (laughs) that's how they should have did honestly they they kind of write him more like a mirage yeah. style turtle he's very grim he's very angry but also he's been through a lot yeah well he's the last turtle yeah he is the last well not only the last turtle but he's basically almost the last of his family he's the last mutant basically right no he's not no. gonna eat any pizza is what you're saying yeah yeah i never saw him eat any pizza i don't think in he- flashbacks you do but <laughs> not in- so i think i feel like i read somewhere that eastman and laird did not like that aspect of the turtle where it kind of became the their, pizza, whole, yeah. their whole personality yeah i mean it feels like anytime they bring up the 80s turtles and other media they basically get dunked on constantly sure um by like whatever current level of the turtles there are but those are the turtles that i like i like the silly the, pizza the, turtles. the goofy turtles yeah. and the, the dimension x and yeah all that. weird alien yeah weird aliens and stuff. <laughs> yeah krang yeah krang, yeah um, but anyway, it's it's very good. I liked it. Uh, I I really couldn't put it down. I was like, man, this is really compelling. I like, yeah, yeah. Like I stayed up way too long uh, in the mornings <laughs> reading this book. Well, books, I should say. Mm-hmm. 
But it's very good. I, I don't want to spoil too much. I know a lot of stuff has been spoiled because it, it has been out for a while now. And they're in the process of making that game. As yep, well. there is the uh, there is the game. I think THQ Nordic might be working on it. Mm-hmm. But the way they've made it sound is it's going to be a God of War, a newer God of War style kind of game. And I'm like, you know what? That works. And then with the Lost Year stuff, they open up more stuff. So it actually would be there's enough there to make a game out of. Because in the Lost Years, it talks about like the 10 plus years in between the events that set everything off and and it leads up to right at the beginning of The Last Ronin. Gotcha. But it also sets up the next series of this Possible timeline. Future. Of this timeline. Yeah. And introducing some new characters and stuff and ramping up into the new series, which starts this month. Oh, okay. Called uh, The Last Ronin 2 re-evolution gotcha and that's where they introduced the more turtles and well stuff. they they're introducing they're the, introducing this in the lost years but yeah, yeah but they're going to be the focus of the next fleshed out a little more and yes the, the new characters the new the new the focus yeah. the new team um but it's very good it's also very sad especially when you grow up with turtles like we did mm-hmm. and you know you know these familiar characters and bad stuff happens to them and it's like oof <laughs> rough yeah. Uh, one thing I did like, though, a lot of times in the in the last Ronin, the main book, uh, when they have flashbacks, the flashbacks are drawn in Mirage style. Oh, cool! So everything's black and white. Everything's kind of rough looking. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really cool. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But yeah, I I really liked it, and it really got me back on like a turtle's kick. So I've been like consuming a whole bunch of this media. Oh, I played Shredder's Revenge. Nice. Oh, that game rules. Oh yeah, so I, 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 I've, I've beat it once so far. I've beat it once so far, and I did it as uh, Leonardo in the Game Boy colors. <laughs> oh, nice. The greenish. Yeah. Tint. I yeah. need to play the DLC because I I love the original. Like the first time I played through that, that was that's well. A the DLC game. just kind of adds two new characters and then adds um the survival mode or whatever. Well, I thought it added like some single player, like Dimension X stuff. I haven't been able to f- access it or find it. The yeah. only thing I found is uh, going through a portal in the survival stuff to collect crystals or whatever. Mm. Um, but uh, Shredder's Revenge is great. Uh, it's definitely a huge love letter to the arcade style of games and like um, like Turtles in Time. Like one of my favorite things to do is grab foot soldiers and chuck them at the screen. Like Turtles in Time. Like yeah. Turtles in Time. Yeah. It's great. It's 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 great. It It, it feels like a... Even though it's a newer game, it feels like a familiar, I don't know, like your favorite food when you're younger and then you have it and it, like, it unlocks. The nostalgia. Yeah. 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 But it's like good nostalgia. It's not sure. like bad nostalgia. Because I have, I, have I have the Kawabunga collection too. And, you know, all those games are there, you know, arcade all the way, you know, through all the Game Boy stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I love that original janky Turtles NES game. Oh, the, mm. one that, the one that's like the arcade game, but it's not quite as good? No, the platformer. Oh, oh, the oh, yeah, that with one the, with the damn level everyone hates. Oh, yep. yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, much like in that one, um, Donatello in Shredder's Revenge does have a slight advantage because he has a better reach. Oh, he has the crazy reach. Yeah, I think I played through <laughs> almost entirely as Donatello, but only because he's my favorite turtle. One. I played as Leo because he's my favorite. I want to go back and play as Usagi. Yujimbo. Oh, that would be cool. Or, yeah, because it's funny. He's not technically a Turtles character, but he's been so ingrained into the mythos that he, he kind of well is. He may as well be. Yeah. That and, you know, Sans Sakai and, you know, the Eastman and Laird were good friends and they all worked at the same studio worked. together. Yep, yep. Oh, and they also added Karai, uh, Shredder's daughter, 
as a playable character. Tribute Games always does a good job. I don't think they've I don't think they've ever put out a game that I didn't like. What other games did they do? Because I'm not really sure. Um, Panzer Paladin. Uh, Panzer Wiz- Paladin is fantastic. Oh, oh, yeah. I remember seeing clips of that. That looked like a Wiz fun Orb, game. Curses and Chaos. I know I'm missing a big one. Yeah, I can't think of it either. But um, yeah, they do really Flint good. Hook. Flint Hook's really good. Yeah. Mercenary Kings. That was the other Mercenary big Kings, one. Mercenary Kings, yeah. Which is Monster Hunter Contra. Yeah. <laughs> And has uh, art by Paul Robertson, the the guy that did the art for the Scott Pilgrim game. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. That's another one I should go back and play. Scott Pilgrim. Uh, get it quick because isn't the publisher losing the rights? Again? Again. Oh, my God. And they're going to be delisted here soon within the month or so, I Ooh, think. Okay. Yeah, I better download that bad boy. Something like that. Anyway, listen, if we've learned anything from this first segment is that we like turtles. No, 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 no. And uh, with that, we're going to go ahead and take a break. And when we come back, we will get into some news. This is Gail Martin. Hi, this is Carol Kelly. We'd like to invite you to join us for our gardening and outdoors show here on WZMO. We talk about observations and insights about what's happening from week to week with plants and animals in the woods and fields around us, as well as what's going on in the garden. In the Green Outdoors airs Saturdays and Mondays at about 9.30 a.m. right after the second cup. We hope you'll join us. Hi, everyone. I'm Greg Dunham, the host of Long Play. Long Play might be, as far as anyone can tell, a hit from coast to coast. Apparently, Long Play may also be an international sensation. I've contacted WZMO's sister station in Paris to check the pulse of the City of Lights. Bonjour! Avec long play? Tu vas te tuer, spestidio. C'est incroyable! <laughs> My French is a little rusty, but I think she said we're a hit. Imbecile. I invite you to tune into long play Fridays at 11 p.m. and Saturdays at 3 p.m. Just this see on WZMO. Hey, we are back from the break. Let's get into some news. All right, guys, are you ready to spin straw into gold? <laughs> oh, my God, you are grounded. Go to jail. Go directly to jail. <laughs> I'm the rubber skin. <laughs> you almost did. He who should not be named. Christmas creep. Oh, oh, the Christmas creep. No, we, we're not allowed to do the... One, it's not the season. No, <laughs> Two, it's way past his way time. Way past his time. No, no it's he's, New Year's creep. He's gone back into his Odin sleep. He's he's <laughs> he's good for now. He's good for another 11 months. He's been trapped in his Odin sleep for five years. He's a sleepy boy. <laughs> he's in the Phantoms. Yeah, he's People been who, are lis- the- who are listening to the show now have no idea what we're talking yeah. about, and that's fine. That's for us. That's for that. Sometimes the jokes are for us. Most of the time, the jokes are for us. All right, so let's get into some things there. Let's let's figure it out. Um, a big one. I don't know. Jack Black is going to be in a Minecraft movie. He's he's the Steve. He's the Minecraft man. He's main generic Minecraft guy. And I asked the question, why? Why n- they both have a beard? 
No, why <laughs> Minecraft? Why why, why now? now? <laughs> why not? Why not? Why not ten years uh, ago? Because the Mario movie made a gajillion billion dollars, and now they're more serious about this Minecraft movie than they were before. Uh, or just video game movies in general. Yeah. I was afraid this was going to happen. I was afraid we were going to see an influx of bad studios, video game movies. Studios just going, what do we got? What do we got? Okay, let's make a movie out of this. Is it? Isn't Jack Black playing Claptrap in the Borderlands show or whatever? Borderlands. What happened to that Borderlands movie? I don't know. It's well, it's probably going to end up back on the on the chopping block. Yeah. It's probably going to end up back on the you know whatever. But they, they've been. There's been a Minecraft movie in the works for I don't know six or seven years at this point. It's had multiple directors at one point um the guy that plays mac from always sunny yeah was directing it what rob mackle rob mcelhenny yeah uh, borderlands comes out august 9th oh. oh well there you go but now he's not now it's the napoleon dynamite guy uh jared hess the director of oh, that really now he's attached oh the last time he and jack black worked together they made nacho libre which is a good movie it's yeah, it, I mean it's not. It's not great. It's not Napoleon Dynamite. Well, I, no. I wouldn't even call. I wouldn't even say it's Gentleman Broncos. Do you remember that one? No, no one remembers that one. <laughs> it's um, uh, gosh, it's about a kid who writes, uh, who was a f- science fiction writer. And then a famous writer steals his notebook and steals his idea, steals his idea and then pr- publishes a book, but adds all this extra it's, weird stuff to it. It's Big Fat Liar. Big Fat Liar, basically. <laughs> uh, and there are uh, intercuts of the story as it's going. And I think Sam Rockwell is the main lead of that, mm. of the in-story thing. Okay. It's, it's a weird one. Gentleman Broncos is a weird one. Mm. But yeah, um, Minecraft... The movie, it's... It feels like it's past the time when that would have been, you know, relevant. I feel like six years ago <laughs> it was past its time. Uh, Minecraft itself is pretty evergreen with the kids. They seem to well, yeah, be liking and, it, perhaps. And, and mowing is always adding stuff. There's, there's always updates. There's always big changes coming. It's definitely a lot different game than it was when I first started. As playing long it. as Notch doesn't get any money from this, I, well, think I don't. Good. I don't think he does. Yeah, That's, he does. Well, then he, we're good. He doesn't own it anymore. Yeah. Okay. Well, then I'm I'm less worried about Especially it. Especially since Microsoft bought Moang. Yeah. You know, years ago. So I think that was when their first big studio acquisitions. When yeah. They started, well, yeah. When they, when they started, started gobbling them up. Yeah. yeah. And they got Obsidian yeah. and. So, so my question. So my what I'm wondering is what are what's the next big one? Like when is the Fortnite? movie or or you know what the Fortnite show the netflix limited series Fortnite. i feel like i saw an article recently about something like that i i feel like if Fortnite makes anything like that you'll only be able to watch it in Fortnite. oh sure i yeah. feel like they don't or the first episode will be in Fortnite. They, they don't want you to leave their ecosystem that's true yeah you, you you have to watch it in the yeah in the in the epic launcher Plus, yeah. they would have to only use their original ip characters like that banana guy or Peely, yeah the <laughs> what his name is peely <laughs> you're disappointed that he knew who peely was you know I play in, a hindsight, lot of- <laughs> in hindsight i suppose i shouldn't be <laughs> like i was saying i play uh, of all of us i play a lot of Fortnite. listen josh i'm not mad i'm disappointed <laughs> ah, okay okay no, um, but no, they would have to use like just their uh, their own IP. And yeah. nobody to nobody cares about those guys. No, but... no, the I mean, fun is watching uh, 
John Wick do a Fortnite dance. Yeah, and, the, then, sh- and then shoot at Goku, the, who has a gun for some reason. The Xenomorph dance to Lady Gaga and play the bass guitar. And hey, maybe you can learn about Martin Luther King. <laughs> the as Rock, Rick Sanchez. As Rick Sanchez, yes. <laughs> well, I mean, The Rock is a canonical Fortnite character. And there, there's one that's voiced by um, Captain Marvel. Oh, Brie Larson. Brie Larson, yeah. Oh, well, there you go. Well, maybe that will end up, yeah. I, I honestly, I can't even keep up with the story of Fortnite. Like, I know there is a story to Fortnite, but I honestly can't keep up. It's always changing. Yeah. It's it's like some metaverse garbage. Yeah. yeah. That's why I, I just, I don't care. Like, you, you made a dumb island with stupid names. Yeah. <laughs> And now you can shoot Peter Griffin. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to get invested in Tomato Town. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm the, the only video game movie I'm eagerly anticipating is the sequel to Mortal Kombat because that first one was so bad. It was it, fun. It, it was, was fun. It was, fun was stupid movie. fun. Yeah. It was stupid fun. And this one is going to be even dumber and more fun because Johnny Cage is going to be in it. <laughs> You can, and it's you can't um, ask um for what's anything. his name from the boys um and th- uh, Thor Ragnarok and oh Carl Urban Carl Urban is Johnny Cage you know what that tracks yeah. yeah you can't ask for more than stupid fun out of your Mortal Kombat movie I mean yep. it's perfect yeah it's gonna I mean, be great nothing can be worse than Mortal Kombat Annihilation that's it's pretty rough i don't that know one's, that movie is that one's really, pretty rough. really 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 bad it's that one's actually hard to watch like it I, is hard i to watch i love bad movies i have a hard time <laughs> watching mortal kombat annihilation not because it's it's not just bad it's like it's just bad bad it's bad bad it's not enjoyable bad you can't make fun of it yeah. because and now it is your turn yes <laughs> to die I, you I, will die <laughs> I read a rumor somewhere, and I'd take it with a grain of salt because I don't entirely believe it, that Illumination is pitching to Nintendo a Smash Brothers movie, which is the dumbest thing I've ever I heard. I mean, we kind of tipped our toes in the water a little bit with that with the Mario movie. That was all Mario, though. Yeah, I know, but the fight well, between except Donkey... For, except Donkey... for there was a lot of punch-out in it also. I wouldn't hate a smash brothers movie however they should come at it like they did with the first avengers film where they have all of the characters have their own are film a, and they're, they're already together. established they're established like, yeah even if they were to do even if they were to do the original smash brothers cast so there was like what eight and then eight there were four nine, yeah well eight eight main roster and then four unlockable so i guess we could say 12 we'll say 12 characters you would have to spend time in the movie explaining who samus is you would have to spend a section of the movie explaining who ness is <laughs> what about captain falcon yeah or pikachu kirby kirby yeah that would be much better suited if they did an avengers style thing where they have their in- individual films and th- and then the then the link they could do uh, for Zelda, have it be a live action movie like they're working on, which I don't agree with, but whatever. Yeah, right. And then when they do the Smash Brothers movies, just have those actors voice the animated version. But they of- can't do that though because that Zelda movie is a completely different production company, different. Like, so oh, they, true. That can't link up at all. So they wouldn't be able to put Link in a Smash. Well, then what? Then don't do it. Yeah, exactly. Like. 
And also, what what story is there? Like, what can... There's no plot to Smash Brothers. There is a plot to Smash Brothers Melee. The yeah. subspace emissary. They no, that, could, that's not... That's oh, that's brawl. brawl. That's Brawl. That's Brawl. But even that is like a bare bones... Doesn't like, Ultimate kind of have a story? Yeah. Yeah, kind of. But again, bare bones... Everybody dies but Kirby. There's, well, yeah. And there's a galactic... <laughs> thing space monster that angel is, thing that might be controlling all of the master hands except but, sephiroth came down and sliced it in half in that one trailer but even then that's not a movie you that's can't not. make a movie about that no you really can't seriously that thing looked like a biblically accurate angel they would had be less eyes. they would be better off doing a captain n movie yeah where you have a character that would be a huge deep cut it would but you would have or they wouldn't even have to call a captain and they could allude to it or something like that it's but called they, the game master but have yeah. have a main character that is not a game character that is jumping from game, game to world game. to nintendo yeah. game world to game world and you don't have solving to, crimes or going after a, a originally created villain you don't have to overtly explain all these things because it's like it's video games yeah, like that's that's as much you have to explain. I oh, mean, Samus is a space lady from a video game. Like that's yeah, all you really that's need. That's all you need. <laughs> that's exactly kind of what Wreck It Ralph does. It's kind of what. Yeah. It's kind of what that. Um. Yeah, it would be Wreck It Ralph essentially. It'd be it kind of like a. Uh, oh, what was that? Sh- what was that? What was that dumb movie with Adam Sandler and they're fighting uh, pixels? Pixels. Oh. Yeah, you could make it like you know pixel. Everyone already knows this stuff. You know. Yeah. People know these characters. Yeah, you don't. I mean, don't get me wrong. I would like to see you know individual movies because the more I think about it, and I know I say this a lot, I do like the Mario movie. I thought the Mario movie was good. Sure, and I would like to see more stuff in that vein. I would love to see a live action Metroid movie with Samus Aran. Yeah. Oh yeah. As long as she's not constantly talking about the baby. The baby. I think Brie Larson, Brie Larson, Brie Larson be, should be Samus. Would be fantastic. There, there's a scene in the first Captain Marvel when she's got like stuff on her hands, and, and she looked like one of them. Kind of looks like the gun arm, and it's like that's she's Samus. That's Samus. That's like that's immediately yeah. what I thought when I saw it. Like, yeah. Hey, did you? Uh, speaking of uh, Metroid, uh, I've been following a lot of like game modders and stuff online. Uh, someone has gone through and um, converted the original Metroid into a Super Nintendo, basically a file. Yeah, I saw that, so, yeah. Yeah, it's, it looks beautiful. It's great. Like, they've, they've like, the the advanced map system and stuff so, like that from so, Super Metroid. I was going to say, so, but it's it's the so, classic. so it looks like Super Metroid? No, it looks like the original Metroid, mm. but they've added, like, enhanced graphics for mm. the maps and a save feature. Okay. And I think there are some extra sprites for, like, different things is here mm, and there mm. but yeah because the original metroid is a rough play now it's rough it is yeah rough as in difficult or rough as in just it's rough both yes. it's it's a hard game and it also is like there's no auto map and mm. like it, it needs a, some quality of life things put in to make it more palatable you basically have to have a map to play through it yeah, these you, days. Yeah, you have to either be drawing your own map or looking mm-hmm. at one, or you're not going to have a good time. Yeah. But anyway, Captain N the movie. I would watch that. <laughs> trademark, trademark, trademark. <laughs> yeah. And cast me as Captain N. Do it, cowards. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay, speaking of video game stuff, uh, this is actually one of the other big things. Uh, there was a kid... A 13-year-old streamer, uh, I believe his screen name was Blue Scuddy, I think his name was. 
the first person to ever officially beat Tetris. And you probably ask, how do how does one beat Tetris, a game that goes on forever? <laughs> you destroy it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So Cody, can you explain what it, the what the process is on this? I, I don't know exactly what he did to so so soundly destroy Tetris, but he scored so high that it breaks the counter and basically kill screens the game. It locks up the game. Yeah. yeah. Like he gains significantly more points than what the counter can even hold. Because mm-hmm. it tops out at like 999,999. Mm-hmm. He goes way beyond that, locks up the whole game. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah, it's very similar to the Pac Man uh, level two, 257. Yeah, 257. 257, which locks up the game. It's really uh, impressive that this, you know, and it was done by a 13 year old. This this game is 36 years old. Yeah, it was, was NES it? Tetris. It's the original or 34 Tetris. years old, rather. Yeah. It's the original Tetris? The original yeah. Tetris. Oh, man. Well, and not the original. The original Tetris is a uh, computer, Soviet computer yeah. program. Yeah, yeah. But, but like the widely accept, like. The big Tetris. The big Tetris. Tetris. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the NES Tetris. That Tetris. Yeah, thank you. My brain would have been like, I can't. It's we didn't have to the finish song. it. I have yeah. to finish the song. But no, it's it's impressive. It's it's really really cool. And I hope this kid goes on to do, um, you know, more things in, yeah, in video. Get games. him on games done quick. Yeah, that would be year. awesome. That would be really cool. With the dog, there's a dog that's gonna be doing a speed run this uh, the year. The dog's doing gyromite. Yeah. Yeah. With uh, Rob Robot? Yeah. A guy trained his dog to do the stuff that Rob Robot would do in Gyromite so he mm. can speedrun Gyromite. <laughs> yeah. And that's awesome. The first ever dog in The speed dog's run. name is uh, Peanut Butter or PB for short, which PB is speedrunner slang for personal best. Personal best. Yeah. That's really good. He's a sh- uh, Shiba Inu. Nice. Oh, nice. It would have been better if he would have been a yellow lab. Like Mr. Peanut Butter. Yeah. Oh, from Bojack. Yeah, from Bojack Horseman. Is this a crossover episode? <laughs> All right, so let's talk about some other things. What else do we have going on? We got to talk about Steamboat Willie since we oh, made yeah, reference to Oh, yeah, we should talk about Steamboat Willie. So, yeah, Steamboat Willie, the first incarnation of Mickey Mouse. Michael Mouskowitz. Yes. yes. Uh, has entered the public domain. And you think... How can Mickey Mouse be public domain when he's literally the mascot and the logo of the Disney Corporation? Well, it's just that version of Mickey Mouse. Yeah. yeah. So Disney has been uh, moving the goalposts on this for a long time. A long, long time. It was 60 years after the artist's death. Was and they got while, it pushed then, to 70. 70, and then I believe this one was 95 years after the death and a day. And the the government finally said no more extensions. No more. Yeah. So technically, and what that means is the original version of Mickey Mouse, the original version of Pete. And Minnie. And the original version of Minnie. It has to specifically be the Steamboat Willie or um, what was the other short? Um, Plain Crazy. Plain, Plain crazy. crazy. Right. Yeah, it's, that, it's that version of the character. Right. So no gloves. Uh, oh, no. Yeah, you, you can, can have, have gloves. the gloves because the theatrical poster. The theatrical poster had gloves. Uh, he does not have to wear the uh, boat captain hat. Yeah, he can be hatless. Um, he can have either striped or solid red pants. 
and overalls. Um, and his shoes can be either white or brown. <laughs> this is what we've heard. Do not take this yes. as legal advice. We're not lawyers. We're not lawyers. But this is what this is. This is what people, I've read on Twitter. <laughs> people who seem to know a lot more about what they're talking about, this is what they have kind of determined. It, it, it's, it's a very specific, really weird situation. And, and Disney hasn't made any legal moves about it yet. So it's because kind of they like, can't. yeah. Well, it's kind of like, see how far we can take it. Like, yeah. we don't know. Well, well they immediately the, announced the, that horror movie. Yeah, I was going to say, I was just yeah. getting ready to say it. The day it happened, a bad horror movie got announced. Just like. Just like Winnie the Pooh when Winnie the Pooh went public. Blood, blood and honey, so yeah. Creatively bankrupt. It really like is. immediately just make oh what if it was what if it was evil? Like uh, What no. if this Mickey Mouse killed people? Oh, oh boy. There's a game too. Yeah. About, a game. about rats becoming intelligent and looking like Mickey Mouse and killing people. Eh, it's, it's a cash grab. That's yeah. that's just a simple cash grab. Well, like Cody said, it is morally bankrupt. Yeah, yeah. I would l- well, not morally. It's it's creatively, creatively bankrupt. bankrupt. Yeah, no, morally they're in the clear. They yeah. can do whatever they want. It's it's public domain. But morally, they should have been able to do it sixty years ago, or not sixty years, forty ago, years like ago, forty years ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's it's just going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. I would like to see. I would like to see someone do some something creative and interesting with mickey mouse combine him with sherlock holmes who is also public domain yeah and make sherlock mickey sherlock mouse sherlock mouse that would that's be cool. my pitch yeah i mean we have the great mouse detective yeah and it's true and disney owns that <laughs> yeah. and you know what i'm just going to say this out here people that that when this happened a lot of people on twitter and online were like hey look what i did look what i could do now i drew a picture of mickey mouse you can always draw a picture of mickey mouse that wasn't the problem. Yeah. <laughs> it's putting it on a t-shirt and selling it. Yes. That making was the money, problem. Making putting, money. Off putting of a it. free picture of Mickey Mouse that looks like Sonic the Hedgehog from Sonic Adventures. Cool as it is. That's always been allowed. That's always been allowed. To, to quote the one Rick and Morty episode. That's always been allowed. Yeah. It's literally putting it on a t-shirt putting it on a lunchbox and making money yeah, off of it yeah, or making a clever twist on the idea and selling yeah. it as your own you couldn't do that but you now you can that, but now you can uh the next big ones that are coming up are tigger and superman i i read tigger is tigger is within six months Wait, okay i believe it's it's this year but it's not right now it's not the first of the year peter pan technically is now because but not the, Disney's version. Yeah, not it, Disney's it's, version. It's, it's the literary version. The literary version because Much the, like Sherlock Holmes. It's yeah. the literary version. And exactly. only some Sherlock Holmes. After you get to a certain point, they will claim Sherlock Holmes. Right. It's, I think it's after the Wickenbach Falls because I think that was the original... Uh, the, that was the end that Sir Arthur Conan Doyle death wrote. Of, yeah, I think it's everything up through Rickenbach Falls or Wickenbach Falls. And you have to be careful with the way that you Reichenbach. write... Reichenbach, yeah. The way that you write him, too. Like, if he acts too much like a more current version of Holmes, you will get in trouble. (laughs) Right. Yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, they come after you for that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, public domain. Public domain. It's weird and. Frankly, it's a it's too complicated for me to wrap my brain around. Also, it is mostly a U.S. kind of thing. The rest of the world's got weird copyright laws. Sure. Sure. But I, I think that ideas should, you should be able to play with other people's ideas after a certain amount of time has gone by just for the creativeness of it. The ability, like, 
to make art from it is cool. Agreed. Absolutely agreed. Yeah. Dracula is public domain. Dracula is public domain. But I think I think most of the but not Universal's Dracula. Right. Bram yeah. Stoker's Dracula. Yes, yes. specifically mm-hmm. Bram Stoker. But uh, yeah, no, I really do think things should also should go into the public domain. Oh, Oswald after. is too. Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. Yeah, Walt Disney's original character, mm-hmm. who was not even thought about until that one game came out. <laughs> Epic. I like Epic Mickey. I like Epic Mickey too. Good game. I wish. I wish they could bring it back somehow. I wish it wasn't a game on the Wii. Yeah. I wish the original game would have been on a different console. Yeah. Yeah, and not and not tethered to the Joy-Con yeah. p- play. Well, that the art is all so good, and it's like barely existing on the Wii. Like it looks like it's chugging pretty bad. Yeah. It, yeah. It could look so much better anywhere else. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Much like any game that comes out on the Switch nowadays. Oof. Well, at this point. We're in a holding pattern until yeah. Switch 2. It's so or whatever, long. Or whatever they call yeah, it. The yeah, the Switch is so long in the tooth at this point. That just... Which is nuts to think about because I, you know, I think most of us bought Switch day one. Yeah. 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 And I'll, bu- I'll buy the Switch 2 day one. Yeah. I, I wanted an OLED Switch so bad, but like at this point, it's at like this it's, point not it's, worth it's not it. worth it. Yeah. I'll wait yeah. for the. Yeah. I, like, I wasn't going to spend money for a slight upgrade. Yeah. I mean, it looks nice. Oh, like, that yeah. That LED screen is very nice. But screen also, as great as, as you want. But also, if the I graphics never, aren't good, who I cares? Never, I never take my Switch out of the dock, so. Oh, see, I, I, oh, I mine's mostly handheld at this yeah, point. Yeah, I, I play mine almost exclusively handheld. Although, I pl- I use it to play uh, uh, Vampire Survivors on the TV. That is a I, lot of fun on the TV. I I played um, Samba de Amigo Party Central oh, on the nice. TV the other day. All right. It was on sale on Amazon. It might still be for like fifteen dollars. Oh, I'm like heck yeah, I'll buy Samba de Amigo for fifteen dollars. <laughs> oh, that reminds me, I need to pick up that Yakuza pack off a of gog. Oh yeah, oh it's, yeah, it's twenty dollars for, for like, the, like the almost the entire series. Yeah, yeah, it's all the original mainline ones, right? Until the Like a Dragon stuff. Like one through six, I think is what it is. Yeah. Or zero through six. Yeah, because it's got Kamui and Kamui 2, too. Guys, I have never played a Yakuza game, but I am looking forward to Infinite Wealth so much. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that looks so goofy. Oh, yeah, the man who erased his name amped me up for, mm-hmm. for Infinite Wealth so bad. Even though I prefer the, the beat-em-up version to yeah. the turn-based one. Even still, like, I'm, I want that. Yeah. Like, there's a whole Animal Crossing, <laughs> a, practically a game within a game that is, one, Pokemon, because you you collect homeless people with different costumes, and you, they fight for you. Which in a, that, in that Pokemon cells, there's Sugamon, I think is what yeah, they're called. Yeah, that was in the, uh, the other one. Yakuza 7. Yeah. yeah. But they expanded it, and then there's an Animal Crossing island that you can build your entire island resort and the sugamon that you have that are your pokemon are also your villagers on your island that run your shops i'm i'm excited to see uh the studio's interpretation of america because this yes, one takes this place is the in first hawaii one. yes so like i i want to see their their version of america and it's going to be really interesting to see how they jump back and forth between the serious and the goofy because a That's lot what of, all Yakuza does. Yeah, well, they've, sure. they've never had a problem well, with sure. that before. But like we're jumping from Ichiban trying to find his mom in Hawaii and also um, uh, old, Kiryu. Old man Kiryu. Old Kiryu de- dealing with cancer. 
Ooh, that wasn't know. a trailer. That wasn't oh, a trailer. I didn't know. I didn't know yet. That cancer. wasn't a trailer. That can't be a spoiler because it was in a trailer. It, it deep... wasn't in erase the man who erased his name. So it's a thing for the new game. It's the thing for the new game. Uh, yeah, Kiryu has cancer and he is going there. The one there was a very serious trailer uh, where he is going Ooh. around to all of the people from all the previous games that are still alive because Kiryu has never technically killed someone. Never no, once. Never. Never once. He's thrown people like off buildings, but never killed anyone. He's never. Kazuma Kiryu has never killed a person ever. He has taken a knife and pushed it into somebody's gut and then kicked it further in with his knee. He has but he's used, never killed anyone. He has used a gun to kill a person, but he's never killed a person. <laughs> Those oh, yeah. are non lethal shots. I'm about to say, isn't that like the original storyline of like the. The original Yakuza. He gets framed for he murder. He gets framed yeah. for murder. He gets because... framed for murder all the time. Yeah, he could sneeze and get framed for murder. <laughs> and then and, and then uh, Majima shows up out of a trash can and punches the him. The Majima yes. Anywhere system. <laughs> Kiru-chan. <laughs> punches him in the face and runs away. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's, is Infinite Wealth dubbed? Is it dubbed right I off the bat? I don't know that. I've never played a Yakuza game that had Kiru where he was dubbed, and that's going to be weird. The wasn't the original one dubbed and it oh, had um, yeah has Mark Hamill Mark, Mark Hamill Majima. was no Mark Hamill was Kiryu no yeah no, he was Majima he, he was Majima, Majima yeah. yeah and he was basically doing his Joker voice I mean that's Mark Hamill's voice acting period he's kind of always doing the Joker voice there's just variations yeah yeah, yeah but Skips I, I, sounds like the Joker <laughs> I'm so I'm so used to his actual his Japanese voice it's gonna be weird ah uh, ah <laughs> uh. <laughs> nani nani <laughs> That's basically all he says. I mean, it's kind of like Jotaro. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Sto- stoic. <laughs> stoic and few words. Yeah. Yucky's yada, yada. A, or like a dragon now, I guess is what it's called. It's one of my favorite modern franchises mm-hmm. by a long shot. Although yeah. is it even modern at this point? No. It's really not. The original it's been one forever. was PlayStation 2. But yeah. I, mean, I, feel, I feel like it didn't really catch its stride until Zero. Mm-hmm. And that's when it kind of came well, into that's, the Well, that's when they started... That's when they started allowing it to be ported over to America. I thought. No, there was uh, there on PlayStation Three. There's a bunch of. Oh, uh, there are. Yeah. And the original came. Well, that's why it was dubbed. But yeah. like, I think two and three came out in America. Gotcha. Kamui is a remake of the original, isn't it? Kiwami. Uh, Kiwami. Yeah. 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 Okay. But yeah. started zero. Well, yeah, because that's when, <laughs> that's when you get Majima as a as a nightclub. Guy. Yeah, cabaret club cabaret killer, yeah. yeah or you could do the 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 turn-based one with ichiban because that's a different story because entirely. it's a different story and they're and they and they cross over into this and uh no, the, the fact that he gets brain legitimate brain damage and starts seeing um punks as dragon quest characters <laughs> <laughs> well it says he grew up he grew up in a brothel playing dragon quest on it on an old tv yep and then years later gets brain damage and now <laughs> And now he sees enemies as as Dragon Quest characters and stuff. Also, the Yakuza games are just good. Okay, yeah. they're goofy and they're fun, and there's lots of mini games. Zero is so good. Zero is probably my favorite one. You know, yeah. I I just had this thought like a second ago, and I know we're running close on time. Shenmue on the Dreamcast, it's kind of like short form Diet Yakuza. Yeah, yeah, 
Yakuza feels like what they wanted to do with Shinmu, but couldn't because the technology wasn't really there at the time. Well, wasn't Yakuza also originally a virtual fighter RPG that they wanted or yeah. that they were... That's what it started to develop as, as and but then, then turned into something else. Yeah, which is fine because we like it the way it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah but y- Yakuza feels like the dream of Shinmu made reality. Yes, <laughs> yes. Don't get me wrong. I love the original Shinmu. Even two, even though it's been a really long time since I played two. I don't want to keep playing Lucky Strike. <laughs> I tried to go back and play it, like when they re-released it on PlayStation Four. Ugh, oh, I couldn't. I couldn't yeah, do really? it. Really? It was a too p- slow and janky and weird. I'm just. I, I, I guess I'm just nostalgic for like the forklift mini game. <laughs> oh sure. And uh, looking for sailors. I was just gonna say looking for sailors. <laughs> yes. Oh, the last. The last, uh, the man who erased his name, there is a Sega Master System in it, and you can collect cartridges for it and have more games. Oh, nice. There's a Sega Master? Yeah. That was my original console. Nice. Was the Sega Master. You you unlock a, like, hideout that has a Sega Master System in a back room. I mean, that's a deep cut, because a lot of people don't know about the Master. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, oh, man, that's great. I had to play a bunch of blackjack so I could unlock another cartridge. That was one of the the casino rewards was like quattro for the master. Oh, wow. It's like, oh, I have to have it. I have to have all of them. Nice. <laughs> all right. We have gone a little over time, so let's go ahead and wrap things up for the week. You have been listening to Nerd Overload. Thank you very much for tuning in. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. You can find us on Facebook, Twitch, Instagram, or support our Patreon at Nerd Overload Now. You can shoot us an email at staff at nerdoverload.com or give us a call on the Nerd Overload hotline, 419-561-5556. Leave us a message. We might play it on the show. That's right. You can also find all of our back episodes on various podcast apps such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and more. Finally, I'd like to thank Parker for helping us out over at the Facebook page as well as David Pencil for the use of our intro and outro. You can find more of his stuff over at davidpencil.com. So again, thank you all for tuning in, and we will be back next week. I forgot to mention just how absolutely savage Mickey Mouse is to animals in Steamboat Willie. Oh, oh absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh the, the pig. and yeah. Oh, oh yeah. He's yeah. swinging cats around. He's tweaking pig nipples. It's so crazy. make sure you put that into your now legally <laughs> allowed public domain uh, art. 